This episode of the SFW Podcast is sponsored by ElectricalJungleShop.com. Yeah, that's right. We got a sponsor at ElectricalJungleShop.com. And we also got some teas out there. Show your love of support. Go visit the website. Buy some things. Let them know that going into business with me is a good thing. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a fruitful partnership on both ends. <laughs> Show your love of support. Get you some graphic tees with cool designs. We got one out one out we got a one out now for the SFW podcast. So check that out. I'm actually gonna go cop that one myself and wear it and that way people ask me about it. Oh, you don't know about this? This is that new new. You don't know about that. Listeners of the podcast can save money by using the promo code to check out SFW. So be sure to do that. Electricaljungleshop.com. Electrical like ooh baby it's electric jungle as in the amazon and shop all one word electricaljungleshop.com let them know i sent you welcome to the sfw podcast with your host adrian who else would it be but me back with another amazing episode with another amazing guest as always hits keep coming like Mike Tyson in his early career today's guest friend of friend of mine Nico Durham um, he's a veteran he's an educator he's a filmmaker producer this guy's wearing multiple hats and I believe I said that about somebody else before too so that's not to belittle the point these are very creative people out there who are living their dreams and doing the best and making moves out there so you can't knock them for that. So what's going on in the world out there with everybody? Seems to be the weather's heating up a little bit more. Everyone's getting out and partying a little bit more. The bar has been definitely busier these past couple weekends I've worked. Uh, you know, it's just it's just good to just good to see people trying to find some sense of normalcy compared to this time last year where everyone was fucking locked in the house, everything was shut down. You know, this was last, like, last year, this was like the start of it, where shit just like, you were hoping like, maybe in a month or two it'll be over, and literally we know it drug out this long, and it's still dragging, but people are able to go out and things are opening up, so, that's good. I have some uh, things I need to clarify out of the way that I'll, I'll do that right now, that way I can just get into what I want to say. This is a comedy show. There can be some things you hear that you may agree or disagree with. Doesn't mean I'm just spread negativity. Or I'm here to spread negativity or hate. This is just all just for a relaxed environment conversation, getting to know people. Someone has a controversial opinion about something or something is said that is totally out of line. I will do my best to call them out on it. But I would rather have a dialogue about something that I disagree with with someone to find out their point of view. To know why they think the way they think. With that being said, real quick, I saw this video online of this uh, that actress. Um, she was in that House of Pain series. You know, I don't have to prompt people being religious. That's fine, whatever. Just don't push a religion on me. It's her social media page. She can post whatever she wants. But this was the stupidest thing I saw to prove the existence of God. I'm more agnostic, atheist. You know what I mean? It's whatever. I'm not going to rely on a powerful being in the sky to make my life whole. You got to get out and do it yourself. 
understand that life is scary. There are a lot of unknown variables, especially with life and in death. So it'd be nice to think that, hey, when this is over, I'll be taken care of because I'm doing right. I'm living right. And I'm going to go to a palace in the sky with all my dead relatives. And we're going to party like the planes in Wakanda. Now, that plane that they went to where uh, Chadwick Bowman saw his dead ancestors. Yeah, it's going to be that type of party. <sighs> so this girl, actress, young woman, she was like, one thing I hate when people say they don't believe in God. Here's how you know God exists. You see this building I'm in? What if I told you that this building just built itself? Would you believe it? Do you know the person that built this building? No. But the building's here, so it exists. First of all, construction exists. You see buildings and things being built all the time. So that's the only way that your point of whatever you're trying to make. It's hard to think out here that with all these, uh, something about like how all these things are going on in the world, how there are all these plants, animals, and people out there that not think there's going to be some type of creator. This is millions of years of evolution and things evolving over millions of years of time. It's how this happened. Everything started off as a single cell at one point in time and evolved. We didn't just wake up one day and it was 2021 and everything was the way it is. It had been this way. Things evolved over many, 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 many millions of years. You know? And I just wanted to ask her the same. Here's the thing I want to say with with the same story with my favorite comedian of all time, Bill Hicks. Whenever someone brings that up, like about, like, there has to be a creator, of course God exists. Because there's a creation of what? What about the Bible? What about dinosaurs? How come there's no mention of dinosaurs in the Bible? And the Bible's supposed to start at the beginning. <laughs> I didn't read in any of those gospels, Mark, and Jesus wrote in on the stegosaurus and said, No. <laughs> come on now. Believe what you want to believe, but at the same time, sometimes what people believe is hurtful to other people. So it is, I used to say that. Like, you can believe what you want to believe as long as you don't push it on other people. But sometimes people's religions are hurtful to other people because religious people sometimes believe that certain people shouldn't have rights or that if you live a certain lifestyle, you're going to hell. Which I never, got, which I never thought I got that. Because if you believe the way someone's living there, okay, if I'm a holy person, right, and I'm like, I'm not saying this, I support gay rights and trans rights and I, I believe in human rights. But you're saying that because someone's gay or trans that they're going to hell because of their lifestyle and you're mad about it you're going to hell because you're practicing sodomy and you're an abomination well if you believe you're going to heaven why would you want them in heaven with you would you just leave them be to their sinning ways so they can go to hell and you can be in heaven with the people you want to be with that's all I'm saying if you want to make fucking <laughs> I'm going to ask for money after this just like in church I'm about to pass around the hat let's do it if you want to be a producer of the show and get your name sung glorious praises like the wonderful people at the end of this show and I've been getting donations from people the past couple of weeks which has been cool um, you know every bit counts I'm not going to say it's not enough because people are donating and I do appreciate it so thank you so much it, like it literally every little bit counts to keep the show up and running to some extent you know so if you want to help me out you can go to the cash app app 
dollar sign AD Comedy Jokes. You can go to PayPal slash AD Comedy. You can go to anchor.fm slash SFW. You make a contribution there. There's also an SFW Facebook page that I just started a while back that I need to fine tune, but it's up there. If you look up SFW Podcasts, it should pop up. Uh, hopefully, I will try to get the exact link and things on there. Try to create some online presence for the uh, platform here in the podcast. That way, if even if you don't know me on social media and you want to look me up, you want to see what's going on, I post some stuff on there from time to time. You can go there and contact me through there if you want to do something. If you want to email me about any questions, concerns, you want to tell me I'm going to hell for being an agnostic atheist, you want to tell me that, you know, the way I'm living my life is foul, you can do so at adcomedyjokes at gmail.com. I will read your stuff on air and laugh because I think it's funny because I really don't, really more of a nihilist to be honest with you. I'm, sometimes I'm, a, I'm optimistic about things, like I'm really like positive and then majority of the time I'm kind of a nihilist. I'm just like, eh, I don't really care. You know, <laughs> like what affects me directly, directly. Like, yeah, there's some things that will affect me in the long term. But like, is it going to stop me from leaving the house, being able to go to work like the pandemic did last year? Is it going to stop me from living? Is it going to stop me from being able to enjoy my quality of life at the time I got left? If not directly, then generally whatever's not in my perimeter, I really don't care about. Which is a bad way to live because you should be thinking long term, which is why I'm constantly broke because I'm thinking short term instead of long term. I should be investing and saving and things like that. My adulting is all fucked up. Don't get me wrong. With that being said, something I learned this past week. What did I learn? I had, I really need to start writing this stuff down. Um, oh, last week's episode, I didn't give a shout out. DMX died at age 50. DMX pioneer of hip-hop music, of course. A pioneer in hip-hop music. Not pioneer. He's a legend. He's a hip-hop legend. You cannot say his name and someone not know who he is. Everyone knows at least that stop, drop, shut him down, up, shut Everyone knows that song at least. If they don't know any other song from him, they know that one song. Legend. This guy it was... Yeah, he's he had his troubles in life. Unfortunately, it caught up with him. He was in movies, TV shows, hit record after hit record after hit record after hit record. Even though his movies aren't really that good, you should check them out. You should check out um, Belly isn't really that good. It's kind of all over the place, but it's like Belly is one of those things. Like if you're black and of a certain class, no offense, you've probably seen Belly at least once, and you liked it loved it, either liked it or didn't like it, for me it was like, eh. it's kind of all over the place for me, you know what I mean, like I get what they were doing, but it was all over the place, only real good part of that movie was when Method Man popped in, so you the illest nigga in Nebraska, <laughs> and they had that strip club shootout scene, which was kind of cool with the POV shots, and him stumbling out, oh that was kind of a cool shot, I Williams definitely, the problem with that movie is this is now film critique, belly, with uh, Adrian, um, it was just too many vignettes. It was like it didn't feel like a solid movie. It felt like a movie with different parts around it that didn't connect, really. You know, like whenever the main characters weren't in a scene in the movie, it didn't feel like that was part of the movie. It just they, they all felt different. 
anyway, so yeah, DMX passed away last weekend, and this past week, uh, Black Rob died, another rapper as well, people know him from that song, Whoa, and I really need, I need to do my research, my Googles, because uh, apparently, you know, his first album was a total banger, and I slept on it, because I haven't heard any, it's the only song I knew from him was Whoa, so, but apparently the Black Rob Report, or Black Rob Report, whatever the name of the first album was, Someone told me if you like that '90s hip hop, East Coast hip hop, New York style music, that's the go-to. You should listen to that. That's definitely one of those ones you should definitely check out. So, rest in power to DMX and Black Rob. You know, out there now, man. Also, want to say that, uh, yeah, I got a story coming up in the next half before the interview with Nico. Um, about something that I said during the interview. So I just want to clarify the story about a girl I met in high school. And it was a dark time in my life because of depression and rejection. And Nico actually helped me through it. And I just wanted to thank him for that. I never really got the chance to say thank you for that. So coming up next is that story, then the interview with Nico. So I hope you all enjoy. Real quick before I get into the story and I start the interview, I just want to say a news report that I just saw. Two women tried to spend a $1 million bill at Dollar General store in Tennessee. Alright. First of all, there's no such thing as a $1 million bill in America. Alright. Now, the U.S. United States has never issued a $1 million bill. However, many businesses do print them for novelty purposes, you know, you'll see it, like, um, remember one time I saw a, uh, what I thought was a hundred on the ground, like, oh shit, a hundred, and it looked real, and then you open it up, and it's like, the Church of Latter-day Saints says money can't save you from the uncommon, some, you know, like, it was fake, and it had printed, this is not legal tender on it. Secondly, how stupid are you as a person to think that there's a one million dollar bill without doing any type of Google research, at least taking it to the bank and be like, hey, is this real? Even if you don't know that much. And then they got arrested trying to use it at a Dollar General store. Really, you think the Dollar General is going to have change for a million? Come on, people. Oh, my goodness. People cannot be this stupid. You think people can't be this stupid. Then people do something stupid. Like These are adults with kids. You know what I mean? I just don't understand. What the flip fuck is wrong with people, man? Like, seriously. You gotta be one... St- and this is the dangerous thing. These are people who are allowed to vote, hold down jobs, reproduce. I mean, there are a lot of stupid people in the world. Not knowing one thing. is like, Okay, look. If you get, like, a really weird check or something, and you don't know it's fake, and you cash it thinking it's real, you gotta kind of do some due diligence on your part, but I can see how that happens. You know what I mean? But you get a one million one million dollar bill. What, what, what was it? Trying to use one million dollar bill at Tennessee Dollar General store earlier the month. Employee discount store. She received it in the mail from a church, but would not could not provide the church information. She received it in the mail. She just received a one million dollar bill in the mail. Just you 
cannot be this stupid. I'm sorry I'm spending time on this, but this is just type of stuff. You know, it makes me upset because there's so many things in today's age that you can check to see what's real and what's not. Pretty much everyone's got a smartphone or some type of phone that can access the internet. Many people have social media accounts. You can ask somebody, hey, you ever seen a $1 million bill? No? Oh, but you're going to post duck lips with your ass out and get, you know, 250,000 likes. But you can't ask that. <sighs> These people, man. Ugh, that infuriates me so much. I'm sorry to call. I don't know the IQ of the woman. Maybe the woman's a little slow. I don't know. But it was two women, so two, two, whatever. There's no such thing as a one million dollar bill. Now, in the early century, like pre, I want to say World War Two, between World War One, World War Two, there was a ten thousand dollar bill print. That's as high as it went. But even those have been out of circulation for decades. And you know, I mean, if you have one, it's it's probably it's worth more than ten thousand now because it's such a rarity. But I doubt that anybody, I mean, somebody probably has one, but I don't got one. If I had one, I'd have, <laughs> it would be on the pocket's back of money. Jeez Louise, they gotta be so they gotta be really fucking stupid. That's what's scary about the world, man. The stupidity of other people. There's things I don't know, and things I think I know, but I really don't know. You gotta be able to ask questions, man. You gotta be able to ask questions and be like, I don't get it. Is this real? <sighs> I guarantee these women who have kids. I don't wanna give their names out, but you just look it up. Just look at one one million dollar bill, Dollar General store. And the info pop up online. And I guarantee you these people have kids and I guarantee you they probably have jobs where people depend on them to do stuff. Either betting somewhere like childcare or working with food or something. <sighs> wow. This is stupid. Anyway. So here's a brief synopsis of the story that I'm going to tell you that I thank Nico for in during the interview. 2008-2009 I was taking college courses at the University of Maryland. I was taking a creative writing course for the summer kind of cool, you know, you get house credit, get the experience of house life a little bit, you know, see if it was something I wanted to do, and, you know, at the time, I liked it, I really liked it, I liked the atmosphere, I liked the people, it was cool, it was, school was nice, it was good being out of the house for a while, my grandparents, you know, it was like a, I want to say like a two, two, three course, and I stayed on campus, and actually found this out through school, and no one else applied for it. I was the only one that did, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's, like, probably one of the only things in life I ever won in my life, because no one else gave a shit, because they were too busy, you know, it's summertime. People don't want to do shit like that during the summer. I'm young. I didn't have anything else to do besides maybe try to find a job during the summer. Like I said, the course was only, like, what, two, three weeks? I'm taking this creative writing course. And I'm meeting all types of interesting people there, mind you. I don't know who I had contact with almost for a decade, but you know, people lose whatever. Met this girl there. Fell head over heels for this girl. Very young, attractive girl. I'm gonna call her Mint Condition. Because every time I think of her, I think of that song Pretty Brown Eyes. 
every time I hear that song, I think of her, and it's just, it's like, it's, it fucking makes me want to cry. <laughs> I'm in my 30s, and I'm thinking about a girl who projected me in my late teens every time that song comes on. That's not healthy. I gotta, I gotta talk to somebody about that. <laughs> and, um, so Men Condition was there. Men Condition, and she's a very, uh, biracial chick, very attractive. Her, one of her parents was a teacher at the university, and she was kind of taking a class for the summer. You know, just to have something to do. She was upper echelon type. Um, had money. Now, I don't know, on the scale from, she had more, I know her family had way more money than my family has, but I don't know. Like a rich girl, rich girl. Men's men condition, men condition was a rich girl. Doesn't matter. That, that's not why I was into her. She's very pretty. Uh, she had all these aspiring dreams she wanted to do. She wanted to be an actress, wanted to do plays, and things like that. Um, last time I looked her up, she does have an IMDb page for one credit for a movie, but it didn't specify what she did in the movie, and the movie's hard to find, so I can't really verify. She's got an IMDb page, and I don't got one, so fuck it. She at least had somewhat got the commercial dreams. So, you know, I'm talking to her, and we're being friendly and chummy over the summer, and I'm trying to get to know her better and spending time with her, and I'm like, you know, I'm in condition, I really like hanging out with you, you know? you, Yeah. Um, Tried to make a move kind of towards the end of in condition, you know, like, hey, you know what? I'm in condition, I really like you. I hope maybe, you know, we can, you know, see each other afterwards, you know? To put my, my heart on my sleeve out there, you know, and then I want to see her again, and maybe we can do something else, a little, something personal. Every time me and Make Condition hung out, it was never alone. We were always with, like, at least two or three other people. But we would, like, you know, ride around in one of the guys' uh, car around the College Park area. We, we would buy liquor from a liquor store there because it's a college area, and if you look the part confidence you know what you want they'll sell it to you because they don't give a shit most of the time it, it's it's i hate to say this but most of the time it's um immigrants who don't speak too good at english and at the time i was with my grandparents because i was still under 21 uh my grandfather was in the military and i had a military id and you just show that to somebody who don't know nothing they just they automatically like, oh thank you for your service sir here's your Fucking 40 ounce and your paper cups. There you go. <laughs> it's not it's horrible. Really horrible. It's really bad. But we were right around getting liquor, you know, drinking, smoking, smoking weed, uh, hanging out, you know. Well, we would do these things in a group. So me and Minkadish were never really alone. But, you know, I didn't really want to press it because I liked hanging out with her. And so. Um, I wrote this in my book. So it's a lot more detailed. I'm trying to just get to the main bits of it. And I'm taking a long time to get to the main bits of it. But if you'd like to hear the story in its full entirety with everything I said with more greater detail, be on the lookout because I still have it. I'm still working on this book. We're all Basically, this book is going to be about all my felt relationships with people. I'm trying to figure out where I went wrong and where I'm going in life. And there are a lot. <laughs> some of it's my fault. Well, a lot of it's my fault. And some of it isn't my fault. And some of it is based on past experiences that I keep repeating like a crazy person. But other than that, it'll be out soon. I've been trying to get it done. It's a whole thing. Anyway, and I talk about that too with the interview with Nico. Um, so where was that?
Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah, I tried. I tried to pursue something romantic instead of platonic women condition. Megan Dixon said she wasn't interested. She's like, oh, you, you know, I like hanging out with you, but mm, you're not really my type. I was like, oh, so fucking depressed. Sit down, fucking drinking shitty vodka out the jug, walking around UMD at night, fucking pretty brown eyes playing in my head on repeat. Pretty brown geek breaking my heart. You know, just fucking chugging shitty vodka in the rain, just fucking. Ugh, I was really upset, man. <laughs> so I'm like, ugh. So uh, what happened? Oh, we were. So it was the last day of the um, like second to the last day of the actual thing, and everyone was doing a like for the closing thing. Everyone could do a performance piece for the creative writing class. You can go up, you can read a poem, you read a short story, or whatever. And mind you, I had probably like blown off like the last couple days because I was fucking depressed. And someone asked me, hey, you want to do something? I was like, no. I was like, Actually, you know what? I was kind of into poetry at that time. So I wrote a poem dedicated to her, but no one knew. Only people who knew who knew it was about her. It's kind of like a diss poem. Like a diss track. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, put it on wax. Mm. Should have been a hip-hop rapper. Mm. So did that. It was just like tired of this, tired of that. It really didn't rhyme. Structure wasn't only good there. It's like every other word rhyme with the last word of the say. Wasn't really good at poetry, but I had the the, the the literary style was there. Like you could tell it was something there, but it wasn't really like she walked in the room, my heart went boom. It was more like um dang when themselves called dealt with the bullshit. And it was like tired of being defeated. Ever since I was a fetus, here at this campus among the elitist, feeling like my life's been depleted. Something kind of sort of in that structure, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hacky, but for that time period of what I was doing, it was like, oh, it's kind of good. Not really. Something I fucking pumped out in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, did that. She got upset, of course, because only the people that knew knew I was talking about her. And whatever. Um, yeah, never saw her after that until, for some reason, it was a junior year, senior year, whoever it was, reached out to her because I remember she was a big James Bond fan. And I had never seen a James Bond movie prior to this. I mean, I knew Sean Connery was James Bond, Pierce Brosnan was James Bond. I knew the people who played James Bond, Roger Daltrey, Timothy, Timothy Dalton, and Roger Guy. And the one guy who did one movie that everyone makes fun of, which I probably already named. Daniel Craig, Quantum of Solace. So whenever that came out, this is that time period. I reached out to her. I was like, I apologize. Hey, sorry, things ended badly between us. I need to make up to you. Um, me and some friends are going to go see the new Quantum of Solace movie. Want to go see that? She said, yeah. But I didn't have anybody. I was trying to make it a date, quotation marks. But uh, I didn't want to just show up alone because things had ended badly between us in a way. So I asked around and I asked Nico. And Nico was cool. He said he wanted to go. And that's how our friendship solidified because I'd known Nico around school prior to him. He was one of those guys that had that dry pan wit. Like he made me laugh. Like he'd say something <laughs> crazy. <laughs> we talk about this during the interview, but I just wanted to give some clarification for what I was talking about earlier in the interview. So hope that wasn't too ranty and ravey.
and I hope you enjoyed it. Up next, the interview with Nico. Hope you enjoy. Words cannot express how sorry I am that I missed out the first part of this interview, which was a very emotional uh, introduction uh, between me and Nico. Um, I thanked him for the story I told you in the previous uh, bit of how he helped me during that time. And also, I didn't know at the time that I had helped him uh, when he was stationed, uh, when he was serving. I wrote him and sent him a, uh, a really nice uh, leather-bound journal. I was like, hey, man, I know you're a creative guy. Here's a journal for you, man. You know, keep track of your adventures, man. You know, like to hear your stories when you come back. Be safe out there. And he was telling me how, you know, that was one of the first packages he got back there. And it was during the time when he was, you know, fresh out of, um, I guess, boot camp or whatever training they have you right before they send you out. And he was excited to see it. And he says he still writes in it to this day. He has it. And he thanked me a lot for it. And, you know, we talked on that for a bit about his service and everything like that. And I'm so upset that I lost that bit. I really need to get my shit together and get this done right. That way I can provide the best quality for you and the guest on the show. Because missing out on things like that is what makes the show. It's like, it'd be like recording a world star fight if people still world star still a thing and right before people fight the camera cuts off right before someone throws a punch the camera cuts off and it cuts back on and then the guy's just laying on the ground it's like you missed the whole thing it's you missed the best part of the end well one of the best parts of the interview apologies nico apologies to the listeners out there i promise you i will do better in the future please do not think of me as unprofessional i'm doing the best of what i can I'm a one-man operation and i've got a life going on that i gotta worry about other things so although i would like to make this show um my sole focus so it can be better unfortunately work and life gets in the way and this, this podcast kind of falls on the wayside and by the time I get back to it, it's kind of like, oh shit, it's this time I need to upload it. Okay, uh, da, 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 da. okay, send it out. I got all the audio I need, send it out. And I don't really. Apologies. Apologies. Please forgive me. I will do better. Reboot us. There we go. We're back. I, on the other hand, man, I mostly like dubs. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not against watching subs if that's the only thing out. Don't mind. I'm not lazy. I like, you know. But when I'm like laying in bed one night and I can't sleep and I'm like, oh, let me watch a little bit of this anime. Like, could I watch Death Note in subs? No. Just the pretty colors and the animation. <laughs> so, like, you have to read it. And then if 
sub severally makes you have to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. yeah. You can't just turn your brain off and you have to focus. Because I definitely noticed that like with subs, you be like you're reading someone then you turn around. Oh, what's that? You turn Well hold on, why are they fighting? They were just introduced. Yeah, right. <laughs> Those Oh, yeah, Paris, that's a good one. <laughs> like, you're just watching it, it's good. Reminds me of Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, this anime talks to people who probably don't know what the hell anime is. Uh, <laughs> All right, if you don't know by now, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, look, just look it up on your own time, man. It's, it's, literally, it's literally influencing everything you watch. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's good to, it's it's good to see now. You see a lot of black YouTubers coming out now who are anime fans and they're like so vocal about it because beforehand the only thing I knew about anime was Dragon Ball Z in middle school. That was about it. Or they lumped in Dragon Ball Z with like Pokemon or Digimon. Which is, you know, which of course in their right is an anime too. It's mm-hmm. Wanted to ask you, who's your, as an up and coming aspiring director of film, who do you look to as your main, like, you know, I really love Quentin Tarantino, or you'd like, um, what's, what, you know, any other directors like that? I couldn't think of anybody besides Quentin Tarantino. So. Well, I, have, I, have, I have three. Um, it was, for me, it was always John Bullpen. Mm-hmm. Like, the story, yes, thing. yeah. Yeah. And not to mention the short movies that he's 
Yep, all hits. I'll admit, I never watched a lot of the Rocky franchise because, guess why? Why? Okay. I'm trying to think, like... It's, if it's very fight. simple, it's very simple. It has to do with my name. Oh, oh, Adrian. Oh, really? Oh. I've heard that every day since I was in second grade. You Adrian! I mean, alright, let me, I'll tell you this. If you watch that, if you watch the first few Exactly. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, this is something before I forget this, man, because my brain is like weird that way. Okay, so you remember Rocky Five when he fought the uh the, the guy in the streets? Tommy Gunn, who's who's a real boxer, uh-huh. who contracted HIV, who contracted HIV and got AIDS, and denied that he had it for the longest yeah, time. That yeah, This man got it, denied he had it, died of it, and then the girl he was with was like, "No, he didn't die of that." No, no, no. He had a cold. That's what happened. Yeah, when you when you have an, uh, an affected immune system, dying of a cold is what happens. Chris Nolan is known for the Batmans with with uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, Inception. Inception. My favorite. My favorite is yeah. Memento. Yeah, Memento. Oh, see that? Like I like, I love Memento too. And like, he's one of those 
how to make different genres. Mm-hmm. Like, every one of the movies is like a different like thing. Like, Inception is like a heist film. Tenet is a spy film. He did his own version. He does his own versions of high, uh, high concept stories, but grounded in reality. I don't know any other director that does it. Like, he even goes for it. Like, you know, just turn a character into a bad thing or into a grounded character that makes sense. The Marvel, yeah, the Marvel movies, yeah, yeah. I just want to say I didn't even know this until talking to you. Um, you know Ernest Dickerson, director Dickerson. Uh, directed Juice, directed Bones. Directed Bulletproof, directed Never Die Alone. Directed directed all these great movies. And one movie who I never really thought about he directed was Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, which I watch all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 yeah, right, yeah. He did a segment for, it, yeah. Recently, there's a couple of 
Kong, King Kong, uh, was it Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah. The director of that went to my school full cell. Oh shit. And like you know they have a few directors, but like it's good seeing like oh, so that place I went to isn't going to waste the money. Which of course I don't think college is a waste of money, but I think that you can learn anything you want in creative in a creative world. You are right. Just just my 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 advice to anybody who wants to go to college. Know what you want to do before you go to college. Don't just just don't just go there. And just you know get yourself in debt. You are right, right. For me, I had the BA for my first and second degree. I you know did it on my own, but it's I'm paying pennies compared to what the rest of America's paying, so I'm completely happy with it. But um, this is one director, David F. Sandberg, who just directed uh, Shazam, right? He directed Life Without Animal Creation. He got his start in doing short films online. Oh wow. <laughs> but like he's still on his spare time directing short films at home and he talks about like how to do it and I respect that because like okay yeah I just made a big big budget superhero film but this is where I started like it doesn't matter if it's movies worth 10 million dollars or 20 dollars yeah. I'm gonna put in that work and show you and remind you Shazam before Wonder Woman was like probably the best selling DC live action blockbuster yeah. Let me ask you this. All right, this is just say hypothetically speaking, you get a DC or Mar- Marvel property. Doesn't matter which one it is. Would you stick true to the comic base, or would you try to make it your own? I would definitely make it my own, but I would never. But here's the, I would never disregard anything I've seen in the comics because the blueprint is there. Writers and creators, which is like a comic artist and writer, are like directors. You know, they have a storyboard artist. They tell compelling stories on a page. The pictures don't move, it's still great. Like, I would take inspiration from the comics, but also do my own thing. Like, I think some of the best comic movies that are not just critically acclaimed. Like, one of my top favorite comic movies is Spider Man 2. Uh, Sam Raimi. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. And then End of the Spider Verse is always like crap up behind it. You know, it switches, but it does its own thing. It borrows from the source material, respects what came I'm not saying a, a superhero movie has to be, you know, the same as the comic. Like, sure, I may not agree with everything, but I think the fundamental is I have to care about the storyline. Like, people didn't like Man of Steel because, you know, in the movie world, it's Superman snapping necks. And yeah, yeah. He's kind of depressed. <laughs> I may not agree with all of it, but, like, I understand where he was coming from. Well, as it could have 
because there's things to be like this not so much lack of respect for the comic character but just lack of understanding like the idea that Superman is just this god creator who can do no wrong can do no wrong is interesting but like I think take him into the point where he's still so disconnected from humanity that's like a whole other character when you take a character unless you're making like a a version of this character who's like like an Elseworlds or Bizarro World version of that character mm-hmm. that you can do that. But like what makes Superman Superman is that he's not just a guy who can fly fast and super strong. He was a dude raised in Kansas. Like he didn't realize he was an alien until he was damn near the dome. Yep. And I think and that's in most generations in different universes. Like he wasn't he's not just this guy who's like shit I see. Sure, he may have those questions because he's just a genuine raised in Kansas on a farm in a small town, you know. Sure, he was bullied, but he was taught by his parents not to lash out. Did you did you ever, did you ever watch um, Smallville? Yeah, yeah, Smallville's a good show. This is before CW conquered the DC universe with like Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, things like that. Smallville was probably the first one to kick it off. Now, now with just Superman, I, the one thing I really loved about Smallville was complexity it did with Lex Luthor, with uh, Michael Rosenbaum playing Lex Luthor. He didn't start off evil. The thing he did was he tried to do the right thing, but it came out wrong. I'm gonna kill myself, Superman. You don't know what it's like to be me. He's like, I don't die.
you saw you, you, you saw that uh, I haven't I still haven't seen the original version of it, but did you see the, the Snyder cut of the uh, Justice League? Yeah, I think it's better. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like I need that sounds like I need to call off work to watch that. I don't I don't want to do that. It's like if you didn't like the original movies, watching it is a chore. If you love the original movies, you'll get a kick out of it. But even still, there's better movies than that movie that can tell it in an hour and a half or two hours. Mm. Like there's no reason I can watch Spider-Man two in half the time and still feel as if I shouldn't watch a movie with more hours. I should just watch a show. Did you like um, did, did you like Tom Holland as the as the, as the new Spider Man? Yeah, I, I like. I think he's great. I think every, every I think every guy everybody brings their own energy. Like I love like Henry Cavill as Superman. I like I like everybody that plays a superhero. So I think sometimes it's a disconnect between fans who want what they want and the director wants what they want, mm-hmm. and fans are unforgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't be. Right, right, and that's what I want to say. It's very important nowadays, which which is very different from like the '90s when they were doing superhero. Like, oh, it didn't stay true to the source material. Nowadays, people are aware. Oh, this is this director's version of Superman or version of Batman. So we we agree. Like, it can be kind of different, but it can't stray too far from the source material. It's it's literally everybody has realized that it's a multiverse now. Mm-hmm. So there's shows that talk about. I mean, Spider Verse, The Flash. live action version of Justice Lords where the Justice League take over Earth and decide that hey there's so much going on here we're going to take over so fuck the government definitely you should shoot for that man because like we, we just we just got a controversial president we just got a controversial president out of office that's a that's a good selling point for that you know superman goes into office to remove a controversial president who in the in the comics and anim, in the animation was lex Luthor. but you can make it be you know uh toronto dump and uh <laughs> you could and they decide they want to take over from there you know what i mean like that's that's it's still relevant. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's all, it's all part of it. Like, it's all part of telling a story. Like, 
like half a big fan, it starts with the characters. Like, there's nothing new under the sun. Pretty much every idea or baseline idea has been done. Mm-hmm. It's about how am I going to make this my idea unique. A person with powers that can fly is automatically the fan Superman, but what makes this person different? Like, that's what I'm in. Oh, I wanted to ask you, have you been watching that uh, Amazon series, Invincible? Alright. Uh, uh, okay. Spoiler alert's coming up. Uh, if you haven't seen it, skip forward or whatever. I don't. I don't. This is gonna be it. I feel like that guy, the um, Omni Man, his race was sent to conquer planets. I feel like that too. Now I never read the comics. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't either. And I feel like I feel like that. That's the feel I've been getting for the from the show. Like his race was sent to conquer to conquer the planets. No, we're sitting here to make sure that everything is good here. And no, you're sitting here to conquer planets for your race. definitely seems that way because the last episode I saw, the newest one, he's watched yeah. his son get beat up. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. It can be read different ways. It's like they're playing him like a dad whose son plays football and it's not going to help him when he's getting hurt mm-hmm. because he has to learn. Like, his son has never been in a true fight yet where he's getting his ass kicked. And that's his first time in a big fight where he could die. And the fact that he wants to be a superhero is a big Watch those those uh, YouTube. There's a series called Death Battle. Yeah, they they're very. It's very. It's yeah. It's very controversial, man. Because remember they had Superman versus uh, Goku. Mm-hmm. who is 
Right. And it's like, if you gave Batman Superman's powers, Batman would most likely win if he was out to kill, because Batman's a trained fighter. Like, Superman is just a brawler who's strong. He barely goes against people that are stronger than him. I mean, some he does, but, you know, it, it all depends on the person's mindset. You know, Superman doesn't have technique. Batman has technique. But, who, uh, who teaches these superheroes how to fight? That's my question. Uh, trial and error. <laughs> I mean, in Invincible, they show the dad trying to teach the son, but yeah. that's what that episode was about. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you gotta get your ass kicked one good time. <laughs> then you know this superhero shit ain't no game. So, <laughs> yeah, you may be damn near Invincible when you're watching your friends get their heads split in because you're trying to show off. That's what you get. Yeah. So... It's been a it's been a, a fun conversation, man. We could do this for hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you, man. Like, if you have any upcoming projects you want to plug. I definitely want to. I definitely want to hand you over my. Uh, I have half-written scripts all over the place, man. And I feel like you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they're they're, they're more like Corn Brothers type humor. You know what I mean? Like that dark comedy humor. Collaborate with people, man. You know, man. It, it's 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 cool, man. To it, it, thank you for so much for yeah. Thanks so much for talking to me, man. I, I really appreciate it, man. I'm glad we had this conversation. Yeah, man. I'm very like you know, I'm 30 now. Like time flies. <laughs> time flies when you're getting old. You know, I know, I know how it is. <laughs> But it's something I like to do before I sign off. And if you have if, if you have anything you want to say, you can say it now. Like any last words, any piece of advice, any thing oh, yeah. you, uh, uh, you know, just my piece of advice for anybody starting out in anything they want to do is uh, find the people close that you need, good people. Um, become a part of your tribe. Make something great. Give back to the world in a positive way. And I'll be positive like. use that for now on. What I usually do is I say, <laughs> what I usually do is I say uh, no matter where you are, when you are, how you are, when you hear this, remember I love you. Oh, and remember to be good people. I'm going to use that now. Remember to, be good, remember to be good people. I'm going to use that now. Heck yeah, 100 episodes from now, 
Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, thank you, Nico, man. Thank you, man. This has been such an amazing interview, man, yeah, talking yeah. to you and everything yeah, like that. You know, we'll talk more offline and all that stuff, too. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm here. Like, yeah. I said, I'm, then I can be back into the world again, so I'm ready. Yeah, let me do this. This episode of the SFW Podcast is sponsored by electricaljungleshop.com. Yeah, that's right. We got a sponsor at electricaljungleshop.com. And we also got some teas out there. Show your love of support. Go visit the website. Buy some things. Let them know that going into business with me is a good thing. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a fruitful partnership on both ends. <laughs> Show your love of support. Get you some graphic teas with cool designs. We got one out why not? We got a one out now for the SFW podcast. So check that out. I'm actually going to go cop that one myself and wear it. And that way when people ask me about it, oh, you know about this? This is that new new. You don't know about that. Listeners of the podcast can save money by using the promo code to check out SFW. So be sure to do that. Electricaljungleshop.com. Electrical, like, ooh, baby, it's electric. Jungle, as in the Amazon. And shop. All one word. Electricaljungleshop.com. Let them know I sent you. Give me, give me till probably, because my lease runs up to like September, and I, I'm thinking about trying to move out and go further. So, go? I, I either somewhere where it's sunny, either Florida or out west in like Arizona, New Mexico, or somewhere like that. See, I would, I would always, always want to be in Arizona, New Mexico too. But I mean, hey, I, like, I, I know Orlando, and like I said, this guy, like if he, I'll tell you this, if. Yeah, please, yeah, please let me know. Please let me know, yeah. Yeah, like, because I, I feel like it's, it's, it's by that time, like, you feel like oh, all I need to do is get my own place. You get your own place, it's like, I need I need to move the fuck out of this area. That's what's heading to me. Have you been? Have you have you been to 
uh, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yeah, it's on my list. Dude, you gotta fucking go there, man. It's so much fun, man. I'm telling you, dude, just fucking save up like five hundred for a weekend and go there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and come back on Monday. It's so much fun, bro. I've met so many people down there, and you have money. Would I, would I live there? If I if I had the financial means, I would live there. It is it's fucking good, man. What do you uh, what do you do now for a living? Uh, right now I I just got a construction. So I just okay. I used to be a I used for the past ten year for the past ten years. I was in the restaurant industry. I did everything between bar backing, food running, busing, uh, dishwasher line cook pretty much a lot of stuff back in the house um but because of covid uh the past six months i want to say i did construction which i hated man talking about cleaning shit pipes and uh yeah that was me i was i was the person there cleaning up yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, man, this, you know, COVID, man. <sighs> Try, you know, yeah. They won't even count it because, it, you know, you have to fucking have all these paperwork and stuff saying, like, like oh. I'm looking for a job and all that other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to ask you about that. I, I definitely want to ask you about that because y'all see me wilding down there. It was like, oh, well, we're, we're, we're on a pandemic uh, quarantine. Everyone's in Florida like, woo, yeah, woo. Disney still needs money. I don't, they're like, they don't give a fuck about your fucking experienced uh getting back to the restaurant industry like i said i was doing construction during covid um this job worked at it seemed like they had people you know what i'm saying like it's supposed to be regulated but they don't really do it that way yeah. i mean they have people they have people outside for the main part that's that's the main part but then they have like people on the inside the main thing is hey don't Order anything across the bar. If anybody comes to you and they want something across the bar, go around the bar and bring it to them. 
Yes. Don't worry about it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother issue we can't get into. Yeah, they like, 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 I don't care. make that a relevant point they'd have to fucking live live off the land for like several years Like, people like, you can't 
you can't have it both ways. You can't act like, I don't know what's in that vaccine. You're eating garbage all damn day. You drink all damn day. You don't know what's in that shit. You trust the label of the bottle because the company says it's safe? Yeah. Like, I had to learn this, that just because it has 100% juice, does not mean it's 100% juice. That's not what that label to look for. Like, you need to give you credit. That's a good rant, man. That, 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 that's pretty much everything I thought of, man, that she said. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, shit. I watched, there's a, there was a plot of some, some movie where the plot was the poison, the con, cosmic. Literally, no, it was the plot of the joke. It was the 1989 movie Batman. Yeah, yeah, the poison of water, yeah. They pump chemicals in the uh, amusement park to make you buy things. Yeah, like when you're on the ride, off like for the small road after all one of these things, near the end of the ride, they start pumping the aroma of food, like a certain food. Not a lot, just a small hint. Because when you exit the ride, you're next, you're closer to the food court, and it makes you more hungry to go by. Like, these are the same people that won't take the vaccine, but they're going to Disney and live. Papajohns.com, hit the promo code nigga, you get 20% off. Yeah, yeah, you get 20% off unless you're a nigga yourself, you get nothing. Get the hell out of here. You can use some of those jokes too. Take it. Oh no, that's good, man. That's that's fucking good, man. It's too big. It's in too many things. 
I got it. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah, that was cool. That's the answer. That was fine. That was my patent Durham brand. I was gonna ask you because they they recalled that Johnson and Johnson one. Oh, I've seen. But you know, shit. I think my girlfriend got the Johnson and Johnson. Should be all right. Until it happens. Until it happens. Oh, you got that one? All right, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I got Pfizer. <laughs> I am a okay. That's why they try to put all of it in one dose. Fucking the mother. <laughs> <laughs> I got Pfizer too. High five. to um, post a teaser trailer later on this evening and I'm going to okay. tag you in it. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if you've seen those, what I do. Yeah, I've seen them on the air, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I'll post that with, with you in it and then I'll... Uh, episodes post-release Sunday because that's what I usually do episodes, so... Okay. Hey, man, just keep at it. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Are you still doing... Are you still trying to do comedy uh, I'm banned from a lot of places, to be honest with you. I'm black. That's why I started doing this. Like, if you if you if you read the description of me of the of the podcast, I'm blacklisted from a lot of places. Jokes too edgy. You don't want to work with the the uh, the company. Like, say you want say okay. Say it is like okay. Hey, we heard you're funny. Can you come on to do our thing? It's like, okay, when, when can I do it? It's like, okay, you're gonna be uh, 12 out of 13. So, there you go. It's kind of like just this fucking up routine, man. Like, So I decided, I mean, I don't want to do that, man. Like, you know what I mean? I you want to come on me, do it. Yeah, I'm going to fucking showcase the people who do it, do it that way. Okay. Well, you got to get it how you did it. Yeah. Trying, well, trying to. Trying try, try to. Trying to make a name for myself where I'm the person they go to for that. Which has been pretty good so far, but... You know, I still can't offer people like, well, let me get like 15 minutes. I'm going to do my stand-up act on here. No, we're not going to do that. That's not what this is about. Everything sounds good. I'll link it together. Especially if we get cut off. Yeah. Whatever you do, you know, it's fine. Right. Like I said, I meant. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, man. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, man. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Text me, hit me up. You know, I'm here. Right. Let me know where you're, where you're moving next. Or like, yeah, just go with it. 
sure, sure, sure. I'll uh, I'll post a trailer quotation marks trailer of the episode and I'll tag you in it. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. Today's episode of SFW Podcast is sponsored by these following people who gave great donations and were able to help out before the show to continue. I'd like to thank... Lex, Tay, San, Vic, JC, uh, who else we got? Val's there, he's included in that. Ron, man, so many list of people want to thank you so much for contributing to the show to help you on. If you'd like to make a donation to help keep the show running, help me get better equipment, help me get a better professional setup, please do so by going to the Cash App app at Cash app dollar sign AD comedy jokes or PayPal slash AD comedy. You can also you can also go to anchor.fm slash SFW where you can make a monthly donation there. Or you can send me any kind of email of you know questions, concerns, you want to be interviewed, maybe you're a sponsor out there and you're looking to plug a product, email me at adcomedyjokes at gmail.com. I don't mind having a, having a sponsor there if it's a product I would genuinely use. I mean, I'm not going to advertise for, like, you know, women's hair coloring because I don't use it. But, you know, we're out there, you know, some clothes or some energy drinks or something like that. I, I, I wear clothes. I drink I drink energy drinks. <laughs> Linda, Alex, thank you so much for being a listener of this show. You're also supporting me by listening as well. Please be sure to tell all your friends, families, and loved ones about the show. I hope this is a thing that we can keep on rocking forward towards the future. Peace.